Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, a show where you get comics and you get sports. And we're going to be finally talking a little bit of comic-related stuff today. I know it's been a while. We've been talking mostly Bachelor and football recently. But we're going to get back to it because it's uh, very heavy on the comic scene coming up. Uh, Kevin Miller is here. How's it going, Kevin? Ain't up bad. Good to be back. <laughs> Good to have you back. It's been a while since you've been on. I know you were, it's been on, a minute. You were on a we pod did. that we are yet to release, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, last one before that would have been our uh, CW um, midseason. <laughs> yeah, those shows are going really good right now. So that um, was like two months ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you been keeping up on those? Nope, haven't had time. Oh. Uh, February means it's RSP season, which means I'm working like 55-hour weeks and mm-hmm. with other stuff going on. You know, who's got the time for TV, frankly? Well, I'll, just but I'll get there. <laughs> give you a little tease. I had this ruined for me, but apparently mm-hmm. Supergirl. Yep. This week, as of as of us recording this, this week, the, the latest episode, mm-hmm. apparently Mixia Spitlick is going to be on there. I've heard this, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know. I didn't know specifically which week, but I heard like uh, you know all the rumors were coming out around mm-hmm. midseason about hey who's going to be in the back half of this season. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm excited for this one. It should be fun because like should be fun because they could just do usual mixy nonsense with him, and they're having fun on that like this second season of Supergirl so far. So. Yeah, great. So it, it it should add something to the show. So we went to go see the Lego Batman movie. Mm-hmm. And I dare say it's, it, I mean, it's it's definitely, it, it technically doesn't go in the DC Cinematic Universe's roster. But, oh, no. <laughs> well, it te- Absolutely not. <laughs> no, like it, it, it doesn't fall in the roster, but it has definitely been, basically since Man of Steel came out and they started what technically is the the DC cinematic universe basically the post nolan work that they've done right this has been the best movie that they've done that has that just uses utilizes any of their like DC character roster characters yeah and i mean just as a quick aside it's it was it was a good movie i really liked it mm-hmm. um and that should tell you enough because as soon as you brought up the fact that this doesn't count into the dceu like i i never honestly considered that it might <laughs> it feels so completely different that i never like was like oh yeah it's definitely part of the dceu no of course it isn't that's ridiculous <laughs> no it's 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 not right like i mean it, i know but what i'm saying is like it's so good that it obviously isn't part of that universe true, because that yeah. universe in general has not been so good yeah one thing i noticed that like before we get into the movie did you notice it said uh maybe it did this in 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 batman v superman uh and i just completely blocked it out because you know i I try to forget everything about that dumpster fire of a film but um you notice it said bob kane and built like batman created by bob kane and bill finger at the beginning of the uh the movie i saw that yeah yeah that that's very good I'm, i'm glad that we get that now that that Bill Finger is getting the recognition. I was gonna say, yeah, Bill Finger's not usually up on that title card. <laughs> well, I think he's. I think from now until the end of time, in in this related stuff, whenever it says Batman created by, it will say Bob Kane and Bill Finger. And thank God too, because like for those of you who don't know or haven't haven't read the book, I, I forget the title of the book. I'll, I'll look it up in a second here. But it's it's a brilliant read. I have it sitting on the de- uh, the desk somewhere. 
but it was basically the amount of research. It was called Build a Boy Wonder. That's the name of the book. Great, fl- uh, great, uh, great. Uh... He basically, Bob Kane for years has gotten the recognition of as the guy who created Batman. Right. But if you, you know, if you kind of do the research, Bob Kane basically said, hey, I have an idea for a guy I'm going to call Batman. And then he had like, you know, a, basically the man bat type character. He's like, he's half bat, half man. And Bill Finger basically said, listen, Bob, this is a great idea, but you know, what if, you know, what if he fought crime as a man in a bat suit? What if he had a bat cave? What if he had a butler named Alfred? What if he had a pet, you know, a kid sidekick named Robin? What if he had a Batmobile? What if Stop he me if this starts to sound familiar. Exactly. <laughs> what, if, what if he had, a, what if he fought the Joker? What if he fought this guy? You know, like basically yeah. everything that we now know and love about the Batman was created by Bill Finger and Bob Kane, basically. I don't want to say stealing credit, but you know, he's been taking credit is more, more the, uh, appropriate yeah well like 80 years tends to make fools of us and that sort of thing where you know not everyone knows this stuff it's not like you know it's it's a show that's coming out now where we can be like or even like 10 years ago where we can be like hey dane cook's great and then like um, you know six months later we're like hey wait actually he stole a lot of his jokes from uh you know louis ck etc etc and you know suddenly the whole world knows about it instantly right Mm -hmm. it's not if that would have happened 80 years ago we might not know anything right yeah so it's one of those things i think so overall, no. I'm willing to forgive him. It's been 80 years. It's true, yeah. And and he's now Bill Finger. Although apparently it's it's post. What's that word? Uh, whatever. Basically, after unfortunately he's passed away, and now he's getting all his credit, right? That's right. Uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to give him any credit while he was still with us. The so what were your overall? What was your overall opinion on the Lego Batman movie? Uh, it was exactly what I expected it to be in yes. a very good way. <laughs> it was all of the manic chaos and just star-spangled fun mm-hmm. of the uh, like 2014 Lego movie. Is that 2014? 14 or 15. I'll find Keep talking. I'll figure it out for you. Uh, yeah, the 2014 movie with uh, just, you know, the Lego movie with uh, Chris Pratt and everything. It was 2014. It came out the same yeah. year as uh, Gardens of the Galaxy. Yeah, 2014. Um, yeah, so it was all of the fun and manic and just visual joy of that um, mixed with Batman and, frankly, a lot of DC and kind of beyond canon. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I really liked. <laughs> and, I mean, they it's very much the... Um, it, it feels very much like something that was... I don't know how to describe it. It's something like the the sort of Jeff Loeb uh, mm-hmm. school of writing comics or very much the I'm playing with my Legos and I'm six years old school of play, mm-hmm. which is, hey, I've got all these toys. I'm going to play with every single goddamn one. <laughs> so yeah. it's very much like, yeah, we're playing Batman. So, you know, within three minutes of the movie, it's, hey, there's Batman. And also every single one of his villains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like throughout time, what doesn't give a shit whether you've heard of them or not, and that's kind of the joke. Yeah. And I mean, as I, I went, I went to this movie by myself, but I was like one of maybe thirteen people in a Wednesday night viewing or something mm-hmm. like that, and I'm just losing it because I'm like, oh man, Condiment Land, Calendar Con- Man, yeah. Fucking, <laughs> all these guys, yeah. you know, Maxi Zeus. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, as they go through that big list, I'm like sitting there poking my wife, going, "Cause it was, uh, uh, I'm like, those are all real guys." <laughs> right? I know, and that's what I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be great. It's not gonna be like yeah. Batman and Robin and Batgirl v Joker. Like, it's gonna be like all these guys who are kind of in the background, and it's gonna be kind of 
Like I, I'm like at that point, I'm like, okay, sit straight up, look sharp, because I'm gonna need to pay attention because this movie's gonna be full of goddamn Easter eggs. Yeah, and, and did not disappoint. <laughs> yeah, right down to like the Iceberg Lounge was randomly in the background, and like I think Ace Chemicals showed up at some point. Like it's just yeah, with the Ferris Airfields billboard. Ferris Airfields. Yeah, it very much watched like a love letter to the character Batman, and brought the. I, I love that it 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 brought the. Uh, basically the uh, thought that all of the Batman movies are all one continuous universe. Yeah, that <laughs> <Right>? was fun. <laughs> like, I yeah. thought that that was great. when he Yeah, those were good bits. was like, oh, oh, sir, I've seen you get like this before back in 2016 and 2015 and 2012 and 2008. Just like yeah. basically doing like the Lego version of these movie posters for <laughs> every Batman picture that's ever existed. Yeah. And even like... <sighs> It's it's very self-aware, right? Like th- like this movie, I imagine because I still haven't seen Deadpool, but I imagine it's it's very much like Deadpool in the sense that it's very self-aware and it's willing to poke fun at itself. But the Lego Batman movie is unlike Deadpool in that it doesn't rot your brain and make you fucking stupid. <laughs> Um, I would say that <clears throat> it is self-referential and mm-hmm. makes fun of itself like that, but it has a lot more good faith going for it because it exists in a world where there have been Batman movies for 30 years and uh, even like you know TV shows and stuff before that, even just excluding the comics. So that, you know, you can take your kids to see this movie because it's a lighthearted Batman Lego movie, but also there's a lot of jokes and stuff and we're like wow 60s batman they definitely referenced the you know mm-hmm. some days you just can't get rid of a bomb yes. scene <laughs> and the, <laughs> it's like wow okay. the shark repellent spray becomes very yeah. yeah is is influential throughout the film yeah so it, it has very it has a lot more good faith going for it whereas uh like deadpool if you're someone like our age for example mm-hmm. that's about as far as you can go back on even like the biggest diehard fan for deadpool mm-hmm. um but it doesn't have as much of a canon going forward because it's not like, hey, let's reference the Deadpool Saturday morning cartoon show because yeah. there never was, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> or other Deadpool movies because those never existed. Like it, it can only reference other X-Men stuff and, and yeah. feel sort of disingenuous in that way. I mean, you know, it did what it did. And, uh, you know, if you're into that canon, Deadpool was a lot of fun. I'm just not into that canon. <laughs> and another thing is like you, you, you mentioned like, oh, Deadpool never really had like a good you know, television show or, or whatever to pull from. You know what else Deadpool never really had? You, you know, hey. hardcore Deadpool guys? You, name me a really good Deadpool series that lasted, you know, longer than a few months. Go ahead. I'll wait. Nothing? All right, we're moving on. Uh, <laughs> the only, you know, the only, they made so many great references in the in this, like, the like Batman was still a master builder, which, you know, connects their Lego. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was actually going to point that out. I was actually going to ask because I didn't know if you had seen the uh, Lego movie. Oh no, no, yeah, I saw I saw that in theaters. It was it was a lot of fun. Well, let me ask you this: Did you like the Batman movie more or less than the? Because I mean, both are great films, more or less than the actual just Lego movie. Uh that's a tough one. I tough I think question. I still preferred the general Lego movie. I think I agree with you too, and I say that as a a staunch Batman fanboy. I I, <laughs> I think I agree with you. Just cause... And I mean, not that not that the Lego Batman movie was even no. worse in any way. Like, no, I would probably exactly. give them the same like score to ten. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I kind of liked the emotional beats of yes, the uh, the first Lego movie more. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, I just kind of like the everymanness of it because, you know, Chris Pratt's character, whose name I forget, is just an average Emmett, dude, right? Emmett? I want to say Emmett. Yeah, I think something character. like that. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like that that's kind of the whole point, right? He's just some guy, and he's kind of thrust into these circumstances and has to save the world as a result, and it feels very much uh, like... Uh, it's the movie that had to exist and do well in theaters and critically for now this movie to exist and for this I don't know if you saw a trailer for the Ninjago one. Yeah, I did. With uh, so it sounded I think it was Dave Franco was like doing the voice of the main ninja. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like they they've basically done this whole thing now where they've done it in mm-hmm. video games where it's like, hey, we have one popular like I think I, I don't know what the first Lego video game was. It might have been Lego Batman or something. Or like Harry Potter, but basically they did this whole wide ranging mm-hmm. scope of like, hey, here's 30 Lego video games, and they're all kind of the same, but they're all really well polished and fun and full of all these cutesy little references and stuff like that. And hey, now we've had a successful blockbuster movie. Let's make a dozen Lego movies. Yeah, uh, like I, yeah. I could see it happening. Like this is going to be like a new, you know, Lego extended. Yeah, know, we've got a we've got a Lego verse basically. Yeah, because they're doing the yeah the nin, and the Ninja movie's coming out this year too, isn't it? Like they, yeah, they're, exactly. They're like two. they they they, they kind of rolled out this trailer, and I mean, I don't yeah. I'm, I don't follow a ton of movie news or anything like that, mm-hmm. but as far as I know, like this is something that was announced like this month. Like it's it's something that they're rolling out, and they don't need a big ad campaign for it necessarily. I'm sure they'll have one because they've got infinity money. But I'm, it's something that th- these movies kind of speak for themselves now. They have a lot of goodwill behind them. Uh, so like I mean, if they, like, it's not necessarily my theme. Like the ninja stuff, I'm kind of over it. It's so 2005 for me. <laughs> but I, I'll still probably see that movie. Yeah, it looks like, fun. It, it, yeah, it just looked fun, right? Yeah, it and, looks and, like and, another Lego movie, and I kind of like the sense of humor in those. The I mean, even in this movie, right? Because you know, we should have prefaced this with a spoiler alert. Although we haven't really talked, we haven't really given away any of the. Uh, Oh. the actual beats of the movie we've just been talking about the you know the 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 overlying batman references which you know you type lego batman into google and the first thing that comes uh, you'll up get is, like a 12 page buzzfeed article yeah, exactly <laughs> like all 100 easter eggs in lego batman right? exactly. <laughs> but i mean like this movie and you know like i say kind of spoiler alert going forward because we're going to talk about uh the actual goings-on of the film mm-hmm. like when they open the phantom zone which they Explain very quickly for those of you who don't know the Phantom Zone, if you're not deep, like you and I obviously know who the Phantom Zone is, but the parent yeah. taking their, you know, eight-year-old kid to the movie might not necessarily know what the Phantom Zone is. Oh, so. or the eight-year-old kid. Yeah, or even the <laughs> like eight-year-old When's the kid. last time we saw the Phantom Zone in anything very popular? Out, outside of the comic books, I can't remember the, I can only remember the Phantom Zone being used in two things, the Superman animated series and, of course, Superman 2, which was awesome. Uh, yeah, no, I don't even remember. Was the Phantom Zone what uh, like was the big sort of plot MacGuffin in uh, season one of Supergirl? That was Phantom Zone, right? Did they use the because um, it was like the 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 prison that the prison, was in the what? Phantom I think Zone? Yeah, I think you're right. It, it, like the the prison ship that was in the Phantom Zone. Although the Phantom Zone has never been this. Like, like they, like you don't need prisons in the, you don't need prison ships in the Phantom Zone because the Phantom yeah. Zone in in is this prison dimension. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's purgatory basically. They send you to purgatory and you basically Australia, float, but yeah. basically. <laughs> yeah, they they, they <laughs> float you there. Like they send you to this dimension, and you just float there with nothing but your thoughts, right? For yeah. for however long your your sentence is, and it would like God, that would be terrible. Like I would I would hate it. But yeah, so they open the Phantom Zone and they let out, and like you said, Miller. 
because Lego's in this weird space where because so many properties have sold their rights to Lego, Lego can do cross you know, like like it like can do cross yeah, yeah. promotional it's stuff. Here are all the things that we technically have licenses to, exactly. so let's just go for it. <laughs> Although, like everything that popped out, I think was technically a Warner Brothers or like a New Line, which I believe is a a you know one of the indie offshoots of Warner Brothers. We're all I think Warner so. There, there's a couple things that I might have to look up to, yeah, to clarify, like Potter, but I mean, because uh... Voldemort's there, and Harry Potter is absolutely a Warner Brothers property. Wizard of Oz is is so is Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, the derelicts weren't though, because the derelicts show up, and I think that da- they had Daleks. The Daleks, or is that what they're called? What did I say? Yeah, derelicts. Oh well, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, uh, yeah the, the the robot, the the evil robot dudes from from Doctor Who. Not a bit. I'm not right. a Whovian. Sorry. Uh, Neither am I. But I yeah. mean, <laughs> the Kraken like one of three up. words I know from Doctor yeah. Who. The Kraken showed up from from. Uh, Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans, right? Which yeah. is definitely Warner Brothers property. King Kong again, another Warner Brothers property. Showed up. It was it was all oh it was so good. I just and <clears throat> the thing that baffled me about this movie was they had so many heavy names come in to deliver basically one line. Oh yeah, Did and like and then and like yeah, heavy names and then uh, like you know big name actors playing them. <laughs> yeah, and and. <laughs> I didn't feel like that was completely necessary, right? Like, I'm not sure exactly. I'm not sure if they broke the bank on, like... Because, I mean, obviously, I love Billy D. Williams finally. I mean, he only delivered one line, but Billy D. Williams finally technically Yeah, the first, to, like, two minutes of them. <laughs> yeah, getting to, to so, kind of sort of play Two-Face, I thought was a really good way to bring the, the just the Batman universe full circle. I thought that that was excellent. Right. But I, I don't, like... Where did you stand on Zach Galifianakis's Joker? I didn't mind it. It mm-hmm. works for sort of this, you know, family version of Batman. Yes. I, I thought I don't know. I, I didn't mean, mind it. No, I believe it. Like it wasn't terrible. He just didn't really bring anything to the character for me. And I, I mean, I guess you don't want to just go in there and just do Mark Hamill's version of the Joker, right? Which. Well, yeah, and I mean, it's kind of like he's kind of got that high register voice too, mm-hmm. and uh, like it, they're not doing the you know I'm a criminally insane gonna murder a hundred thousand. Yeah. I mean, he obviously did try to end the world literally in the course of the movie, mm-hmm. but so ignoring that, um, you know, they weren't going for you know this menacing Joker. They kind of went for someone who was definitely a villain and definitely kind of not right in the head, but also kind of just looking for attention, Mm -hmm. which I didn't mind. Like it it was this interesting, almost romantic subplot between (laughs) Batman and the Joker, which I thought was kind of funny. I fight around. (laughs) I fight around. I don't need you. (laughs) You could say I'm seeing a few different villains. Yeah. (laughs) And he goes, just say you hate me. That was the best. That I thought was the best dialogue exchange from the movie when he's like, just say you hate me. And he's like, I really dislike you. <laughs> like, that's great stuff. Like, that's just. He's like, uh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. boo. Boo, yeah. And all the villains are like, and like, just the references were great. Like, they had, like when they did Bane, right? They obviously mocked their own history with Bane doing the Bane boy, where he's like, this will be Gotham's reckoning, right? Like, yeah. The only joke I thought that they missed. Um, was at the beginning like when Batman disarms the bomb I just and this was just something I, I thought to myself was when Batman walked up like 
when he when he you know swims up to the bomb or whatever and and or whatever it was floats up to it or skies up to it. I forget where exactly it was. Yeah. And like when he floats up to it, he should have been, like it's just the Will Arnett voice. He should have been just like, hmm, "Where's the trigger?" or something like that. Like that <laughs> that would have been pretty good. Yeah, that was the only joke I felt they missed. Other than that, where I, is it? <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I, I I thought that it was it was a fantastic, uh, like great references throughout the film. The one bit, the the, the one piece of like the the one bad thing I have to say about the Lego Batman movie. Here would, we go. <laughs> would be no. It's it's not even. It's just. I realize that everybody today has is used to instant gratification and they get everything right away and and everybody has a an ex, you know an extremely short attention span. Mm-hmm. But holy fuck, that first like. Like the action sequences in this movie are like go like eight like people like I have mild ver- or case of ADHD and I was like I was just sitting there going holy hell this is all hot like slow down like let your like you're making jokes and then it's like not giving them time to breathe right? <laughs> like yeah like, it, it was a whole lot <laughs> yeah just flying around you know like the jokes were like it was like two jokes per second and it was like just. And while stuff is flying around and Batman's like running around kicking people and, and, and just, you know, grappling, hooking this and then flying around and he kicks Bane in the head and then punches Condiment King and then makes like two wisecracks and then jumps on the Joker's thing and the Joker's flying around and it was just, oh, it was just like, whoa. Yeah, that, that is, that is a fair down. point. Right. It is, it is visually dense as yes. well as there's just a lot of stuff happening very fast to the point where it almost and this is gonna don't hate me for saying this but it almost rivals like the visual noise of like a transformers movie yeah not that bad but damn where it where it's like wow there's so much going on right now i wish i could watch it like half speed yeah like you could still make out what was on screen though yeah yeah but i mean like it's you know it's an hd movie everything is made of these tiny blocks that have all their individual details so there's not even like a a loss of focus on background stuff or anything like that Mm -hmm. that you can focus okay well here's what's going on in the foreground we can focus on that everything is so crystal and clear and sharp and you know there's a bunch of stuff happening at once and sometimes there'll be something interesting going on in the background that you want to see too but then you know we're on to the next shot and uh you know i'm not saying it's a bad thing but i, I definitely agree with you um and i mean yeah I, I, don't, I don't know if that's necessarily a mark against it in my books if anything it just makes me want to rewatch it again like mm-hmm. i almost want to see it a second time this week just because i'm certain that there were a lot of references and jokes that i missed and i, I don't think it's because the movie did them poorly i just think it's because the whole movie was so dense <laughs> yeah like to me the, the the word i would use is manic like, it was very mad. It was. It absolutely it was. was. And that's why I'm saying, like, it yeah. went right into it because it wasn't very much like, oh, we got to build up to, like, this big mm-hmm. action scene. Like, it started with a huge action scene, which is why I was confused where it was going to go as a plot because literally the movie starts with every single villain. I'm like, oh, okay. So they're just whipping this out at the beginning, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you going to do at the end? Oh, it turns out there are more villains that we can introduce <laughs> that are bad like, villains. Oh, you didn't, you didn't even that, know. Did you? No, no, I did not think of they were like, by the end of this movie, is Batman gonna punch his old in the face? You're goddamn right he is, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like when there were at least like four or I think five actual Harry Potter spells said in this movie. Yeah, like he said, uh, oh, oh god, I've completely blanked. I remember the American Dad parody of it, but now I can't remember the actual one. Uh, the Wingardium Leviosa. Yeah, that was it, right? Yeah, he actually said that. I was like, 
That's awesome. And it's like, wow, that's a fucking narrow shoot too, because <laughs> how many people seeing this are like huge Harry Potter fans and oh, are going to know what these spells are? Yeah, I would imagine there were a ton of kids that, that picked up on that. I hope so, but I mean, like, even the last Harry Potter, like, the last Harry Potter movie came yeah. out, like, six or seven years ago, sure. right? Like, we're getting to the end of that as, like, a, a young, young kid thing. But I don't know if that's, this is necessarily a movie for, young, like, you know. I think it's something you pass down, though. Like, like, cause, I think so. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. definitely. Um, I just, I, I walked into the, I walked into the Lego Batman movie kind of not knowing what to expect, right? Like, I, I, I didn't know what they were going to do plotline-wise, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like I, based on the commercials, I like, we got this thing. It's like, okay, we got Lego. We got Will Narnett as Lego Batman. They're going to make some great jokes, like when he goes, you know, DC, the hell's that Batman built? Yeah, Superman, come at me, bro. <laughs> it was like, that's <laughs> yeah, great yeah. stuff. And it was like, and, and you knew that at some point he was going to, like, pseudo-adopt, um... Michael Sarah. <laughs> Michael Sarah voicing Dick Grayson, and he was going to become Robin. And then it was like, all right. And, you know, the Joker's going to be there, and, and, and uh, Jenny Slate is going to make herself probably the fourth best Harley Quinn of all time. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> like Jenny Slate, Mona Lisa. Yeah. Yep. The worst. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but I didn't know what to expect and, and, and what they were going to do, and I didn't know if it was going to be like. Like, I didn't feel like they were going to do the uh, thing where it was like, this was all taking place in a kid's imagination again, because you can't really go back to that to that again like they did in the first uh, Lego movie, which was a great thing, by the way, because yep. like you said earlier about the whole, like, the, the emotional gravitas of the first one where it's, you know, the father realizing, hey, it's okay to... Just play with some toys. <laughs> just play with some toys and have fun with your son, right? And 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 use your imagination as opposed to just everything's got to be the same all the time, right? Yeah, it's like my second favorite Will Ferrell performance ever. <laughs> yeah, it might be. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's that, but then I I walked in and all of a sudden Batman's like being a dick, like you know, which is true to the comics. Batman is yeah. very much a dick in the comics. Uh, Batman closing out everybody else because he thinks he can do the job better and and thinks he can do everything it doesn't need help much like the comics and then at the end realizing hey i can't do this by myself and i need this team that's why i actually trained these other people right yeah yeah no and that's why i love like the the scene that kind of puts him on his ass which is the uh you know jim gordon's retirement when barbara Mm -hmm. gordon's giving her big speech about like you can do everything the batman can do except for with due process accountability (laughs) yeah yeah, thank you yeah that's great yeah (laughs) Uh, but yeah, this is this, but like stuff like that and emotional beats like that and, and beats where you, you get attached to characters even, and, and you understand characters motivations and why they would do that, even though they are presented in tiny Lego format with jokes. This is what happens when you actually read the comics and absorb them and, and the great stories that they have to tell instead of just knowing you know, oh, these are great moments, and then trying to transpose those into action beats of a movie. I'm, I'm not talking to anyone specifically, as you know, Miller, but mm. uh, that's a fucking lie. I'm talking directly to you, Zack Snyder. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> uh, like, read a book. Read, read one of the Batman books. You <laughs> fucking if he's not saying it, I'm going to say it. <laughs> yeah, read one of the Batman books, you fucking prat. God, I hate Zack Snyder so much. Superman's greatest enemy. Zack Snyder, and even like, like here's the thing. My favorite part of that movie was just a visual joke. I like, I like for the rest of my life, Miller, you will mm. never not be able to show me a clip 
of very small in frame Michael Sarah's Robin doing like 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 Lego version of Robin doing the worm on top of the door to the Fortress, <laughs> the of, Fortress Solitude of Solitude without yeah. me just bursting into la- bursting out laughing like that happened and I like I honestly I got that laugh where you're laughing so hard you get that stitch in your side like you've been running really <laughs> for yeah, a really yeah, long yeah, time yeah. like it was just that was so brilliant whoever did that. that one was a good one too because it's this it's this necessarily wide shot right because yeah. I have to fit this whole giant door into it and so you hear this very like family <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like grunting at exactly. him. Backflips his way up this crag. That, is, that entire sequence, like when that sequence is on YouTube, I'm just gonna watch that and just go <laughs> right for like 20 minutes because I just like when he was like, <laughs> and then he just started doing the worm <laughs> for like, no oh, good reason. God, that's brilliant. I absolutely <laughs> love it. It's so good. Yep. Yeah. I so overall, I like. It's doing it's doing bank right now. I mean, although nobody was in the theaters apparently when the two of us went to go see it, although we went at weird times, right? Like I went, yeah, I went. I think Friday night at ten at like a ten o'clock show because it was after work. That's not exactly a time you're gonna uh, go for. Uh, most oh, okay, people are gonna okay. go for Lego Batman, right? But because of my, yeah, I, I went like on the way home from work Wednesday. It was like a mm-hmm. six o'clock show. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it made bank this weekend, so... Uh, yeah, well, it's it, it, right? apparently, yeah, second weekend, and um, it beat out something that was new, and I don't remember what that oh, was. it's uh, Fifty Shades of Dark, or Fifty Shades of Grey oh, sequel, no, I think. No one, no one, yeah. <laughs> Who's surprised? Well, that was the big one, though, that, that they, they thought they might get beat by, was... Uh, was the Fifty Shades of Grey one? I think that that, the that one that. is one of and John movies. Wick two. Those were the three that came out, right? It was yeah, John Wick two is one I actually do want to go see, but yeah. I think Rings came out too. Yeah, but that wasn't gonna beat the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's the stark contrast now because I looked on IMDb because I was trying to find out what uh, the score is that uh, Superman versus Batman ended up getting on, and so I saw like whatever the thing was at this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like, you know, Rings and, and uh, Fifty Shades Dark or whatever were like yeah. 6 and 9% or something like that. <laughs> like 6 and 9 each. Um, and like, you know, John Wick and, and Lego Batman were up there in like the 80s and 90s. And uh, <clears throat> what was my point? I had a point. <laughs> About the scores for vis-a-vis Lego yeah. Batman versus those. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean... Yeah. Like there was the thing last year where I think Fifty Shades, the first Fifty Shades movie, came out last year and went up against Deadpool. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, re- and I mean, I think Deadpool beat the pants off of it then, but it still did okay. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure Fifty Shades will make its money. But like, it also I feels like it's one of these things. And, and uh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> well, no, I was just gonna say, but it feels more like the shine is off the Fifty Shades of Dark, Fifty Shades of Grey apple. Like, like the the, the fat of that. Like, it's not in the lexicon of, of pop culture as much as it was a year ago, right? Like, like, no, it's, no. like last year it was it was red hot, right? And they were like, we got to capitalize on this. And they made money. And I don't feel like... Right now I'm looking at the box office. And, and first off, Fifty Shades Darker is 9% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Right. Yep. Nine. Well, that's... that's Avatar, that's like last year. That, that's a, that's currently a third of what Batman versus Superman is. <laughs> yeah. And John Wick, which is performing decently but not great at the box office is at 90% and the Lego Batman movie is right there next to it at 91 and they and they just made another 35 million the last weekend. Yeah, good. Yeah, so they're they're like yeah, Lego Batman is top at the box office for the last two weeks and has 
91 rating on on like and the rotten tomato system isn't perfect but it's still the best system no no i mean take it everything with a grain of salt because it tends to it tends to polarize but it's uh it's an aggregator right yes (laughs) so i mean it's it's never going to be a perfect uh no use your judgment if anything go to rotten tomatoes find a reviewer and actually read a review don't just go hey it's a you know it's a 70 what the hell does that mean yeah because and and opinions are subjective there are people out there for whatever reason who think batman versus superman dawn of justice is a good film and well and these things tend to be completely like skewed too or like even say batman versus superman dawn of justice we're gonna keep Mm -hmm. using this example um, you know, it's got like a 27 as far as yep. like, you know, critical reviewers, but like the fan interaction is at like, I think a 70 or something now, mm-hmm. which means that those 27% of people who said, yeah, the audience is going to enjoy this movie. They were right. <laughs> By so, and large, they were right. People like Batman versus Superman. I'll never agree with them or understand why, but there are people who like that movie. <laughs> so DC is releasing three films this year. Like there's three films that are in 2017 that are flying the DC uh, the, the DC flag. And yep. I said this on Twitter. I said this on Twitter two or three weeks before the bat, the, the Lego Batman movie came out, but I'm saying it now on the, on the, on the pod to make it a bit more official, but are we segueing? I, no, no, no. I just, I said it on Twitter and that, yeah, this could be a good segue, but like, if you still want to talk about Lego Batman, I'm willing to do that. But th- I'm just saying, I'm, I'm reiterating my statement that I said, Again, two weeks before the Lego Batman movie came out, and you can check my Twitter timeline, the the at Empire Six, the official crossover podcast Twitter account. I said that the Lego Batman movie A is not only going to be the best movie that DC releases this season this this year, but mm-hmm. it will also beat the other two by at least forty five percentage points on Rotten Tomatoes. I said it will be forty five percentage points or greater than both Wonder Woman and justice league which justice okay. league is is gearing up to be a, a just awful piece a of shit. fire like just an off like honestly 50 shades darker got nine i'm thinking and you mentioned batman superman dawn of justice is at 27 i'm like the justice league it, it that movie looks like it's going to be trash oh god like just everything coming out of that movie it just <laughs> seems like it's gonna be batman superman only worse somehow uh, but yeah, you, you can you can quote me on that. Uh, Lego Batman movie will be forty five percentage points or greater, better than the other two DC movies that come out this year. And um, with the ninety one percent it's got right now, I'm feeling pretty good about that prediction. Yeah, Zack Snyder will always surprise me by finding a way to make it worse. Yeah, yeah. Well, because this time he's not just going to ruin two characters, right? He's going to ruin several, right? Like, well, it's the same thing over again. That's why I'm saying it because, like, I I watched Man of Steel like three years after it came out. I finally made myself watch it because I knew it'd be seeing Batman versus Superman, and I found I think two things I liked about that movie, but I didn't like it. If I had to give that movie a score, it'd probably be like a four to ten. Yeah. And then I went and saw Batman versus Superman, and I'm like, well, that certainly made you know, Man of Steel look like it was made of silver. Yeah. You know. Like, like, Batman, like wow, come on. <laughs> like Batman Superman. If you ask me to list the stuff I liked about Batman Superman, it's all just there were a couple of nice action sequences. That was it. I can't point to one plotline related thing that I liked in that film. It was garbage. Oh, and now. Yeah. You're 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 talking about this, and we we can just segue into this conversation of I wanted to talk to you about That's Affleck cool. walking away from the Batman from directing the Batman movie, and now it looks like he is just talking about walking away from playing the Batman. 
Yeah, I've heard. <laughs> which hasn't come to fruition yet, but it, like there are certainly some inklings. They were in talks for another director. I forget the guy's name. It was Matt something. And oh yeah, apparently that fell through. And too. he was he was supposed to be there, and and now he's out. And it's it's holy hell! It it, it is it is a fucking disaster. <laughs> Yo, dog, how is your universe? <laughs> exactly. Like it it is a it everything that they have tried, and it it, it and I'm like. The only oh. actor or director that you can keep on board is Zack Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> like, huh. Yeah. And, and like, it goes back to, like, and, and you and I should pat ourselves on the back or start a little back patting train here because we were the ones who basically said, I mean, we weren't the only ones, but we, I feel like we were in, in, in somewhat of a minority where we were screaming, why would you build, like, you don't, like, you, they were building their foundation for their universe on the shit swamp that was Man of Steel. Like, like yeah. that 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 was it. That that was the well, absolute. And Man of Steel was a bad movie. Yes, bad with a capital B, objectively bad. Yes. but there was enough okay stuff in it that they could have salvaged yes. something, and mm-hmm. they doubled down on the worst parts of it. Yes, that and was now it thing. feels like they're doing that again. Like they're Absolutely. somehow like I, like I think they're on track to make a Justice League movie that's worse than Batman versus Superman. And yes. if you would have asked me when Batman versus Superman came out, you probably did. You can probably go back and listen to our like two and a half hour drunk cast that we did the day after we saw BVS. Yeah. But I mean, I, still I, 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 I couldn't have imagined a worse movie. And now it seems like we might get it. Like yeah. how guys you're, 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 you're doing the impossible here, but in the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, it, it is just like all because all the stuff that are, is coming out right now of Justice League is just and like like just everything every move Affleck is has been making in terms of walking away from directing and then trying to it just seems like he's trying to distance himself from this thing. Yes, good, which, probably which, good career move. Yeah, which is, it seems like it's a good career move, even though it's unfortunate because one of the one of the the shining diamonds in the the turd tsunami that was B- Batman Superman was him being was him playing Batman, and it's it's unfortunate. Yeah, and I mean, I want to be even more specific than that. It was him be, playing Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but like him in the suit was all right, even though Zack Snyder had him as a horrible. Oh, he cuts an imposing machine. figure. Yeah, yeah, he definitely was using a machine gun once or twice. Yeah. I mean. and he got jacked for this <laughs> movie. Hashtag like, not my Batman. Like we saw him doing the chin ups <laughs> and stuff, and and the 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 CrossFit. And and so he got himself in, in like super jacked for that movie. So good on him. And and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, just, I know it's one I'm, of those I'm things upset where it didn't work out for Affleck. And I'm upset that we started this whole thing going, well, Affleck is Batman. And uh, by we, I mean the internet because yeah, yeah. But well, like, it, it's just... because people have the same sort of uh, you know history with Affleck that you and I do. Where it's like, yeah. okay, what do you think of when you think of Ben Affleck as an actor? You think of you know mall rats and shit like that, well, right? I, Dogma, I, I, and I you think disagree. of Goodwill Hunting. And... Yeah, I would disagree. I would think of like the thing was. I think he signed on. Did he sign up before or after Argo to do Batman? Uh, I, I think after. I, I think yeah, Argo I was twenty. Like directly after, right? I think so. Yeah, like it was. It was he did. He did. Like he he got all that recognition for Argo and then signed up for Batman and everybody was like what the fuck and it was just like, eh. but I mean yeah, yeah well and he's had some other stuff like he's a mm-hmm. you know he and we talked about this too even in even after BVS because we're like oh we, we might be getting like a, a Ben Affleck solo Batman movie yeah. and he might be directing it 
And we know that Ben Affleck was one of the good actors in that movie, or at least, you know, portrayed him decently. Um, and we also know that Ben Affleck is a decent director because he directed the award-winning Argo. <laughs> like, yeah. we, 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 we don't necessarily know if that will translate to Cabo movie, but it was enough to give us some hope for a while. It's true. I, and, I, I mean, just... I, you know, one could still hope, but if he's walking away from directing, like, he has walked away from directing. Mm-hmm. Now he's talking about walking away from acting. Like, yeah. It doesn't exactly fill one with a lot of hope. Yeah, because I, I mean, there's probably still like I don't I don't think that they're gonna scrap a Batman movie at this point. They're gonna recast and redirect, and you know maybe it'll come out two years later. But it's just somebody at Warner Brothers, someone one of the higher ups with power, has to put their fist on the table and say, "Listen, we are just we are fucking this up." Shut it, you know. Sh- we need shut it down. Like, like we need to, like, to quote the great, you know, character Thirty Rock. Yeah, everyone <laughs> in Thirty Rock. Shut it down. Lick our wounds, because it's not even licking your wounds. Because when I say like, because you, you're still gonna make, you still made bank. Like, bat, like BBS still made bank on the strength. Like, and that's how powerful the fucking Batman is, basically. Oh yeah. Are. Like that's how powerful the Batman is. Is you can slap <clears throat> his name on anything like think about it. like you, you can slap if you have a mason jar and it's just a mason jar and you think you could sell it to somebody for a dollar let's like let's say that's the value of this of this empty mason jar if you sure. slap the bat logo on that mason jar you can charge 10 bucks for it so you, you you've instantly you know made ten, you know 10 times more on your profit oh yeah well that's just, always one of those things too where it's like yeah. hey let's go to think geek what has a batman logo on it this month yeah exactly right, <laughs> right? And, a batman like, pizza cutter yeah okay sure who exactly, cares right? is a cut of pizza <laughs> and, 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 and exactly it has no difference other than from a regular pizza cutter or mason jar but depending on which analogy you want to use other than it has the bat logo on it right as a quick aside i was given for christmas a couple years ago a uh, starship enterprise pizza cutter that has the pizza cutter as like the saucer section yeah, it looks actually... beautiful it looks beautiful i will never use it to cut a pizza yeah. i just have it on display and it looks fantastic that's actually... so, so i mean i'm not innocent cool, right? of this but yeah. well no that's oh no no i'm not innocent of that either i got tons of batman memorabilia like you 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 know i have a limited edition like, cause I'm uh, like, this is the crossover podcast. I do comic and nerd stuff. Mm-hmm. I I had to have a copy. I had to have a jersey of the Gotham Rogues from the, from the uh, the oh, Dark yeah. Knight Rises. I have it, but I'm not gonna say what I paid for it because it is fucking embarrassing. <laughs> because it's too much. <laughs> but I had to have it. <laughs> like, that's, oh yeah. yeah. Well, I mean that's you too. I mean there yeah. were a couple things. Like I for a while I was trying to find you like a. Uh... Uh, uh, House Martell hockey jersey, and uh, unfortunately, I can only find House Stark. But you know, hope springs eternal. I keep yeah. looking. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's just D- the DC. They just need to rebrand. That's it. They just need to rebrand, and they need to. Well, you know, step one, <clears throat> like step one to building this universe was not building it on the shitstorm that was Man of Steel. Step zero point five was distancing themselves was not giving Zack Snyder like keeping him away from all of this so mm. it just all we can do is hope that uh, the DC universe sinks so far that they cut ties with who they've got right now and they just reboot from from yeah now here's a question for you yeah <clears throat> uh, we've got Wonder Woman coming out next mm-hmm. I think which is just getting all sorts <laughs> of weird stuff being said about it that does not inspire yeah. confidence uh, 
Are you going to see that movie? Uh, yes, I'm still going to go see it because I will support. Technically, Zack Snyder won't get any of my dimes for this movie. That's true. Um, so I'm okay. I'm at peace with that, and I do want to support Wonder Woman as a character because I think she's. I to this day, I still think she's the best female character in all of comic books. Yep. Do I think it's that, going to be that is movie? that is almost word for word my answer. To yeah. <laughs> I'm like I, I want to support a Wonder Woman movie even if it's not good. <laughs> yeah, and uh, do I think it's going to be a good movie? Obviously not, because I claim that it's going to be forty. You know, I claim that it's going to be forty five percentage points less than uh than the Lego Batman movie, which right now would put it at like a fifty six or something, if my math is proper. Uh, 45 but <laughs> yeah 45 so yeah so my math's not even proper so which is not a good film right like it'd be so well bad, no but... it's it's below average but I, that, that mm. kind of makes me wonder like you know what did man of steel get on rotten tomatoes do you have an internet in I front have, of you i have it in front of me uh just give me two seconds for what man of steel ranks on rotten tomatoes it is sitting at a 55 percent so, okay yeah so i mean if this if if we could get a Wonder Woman movie as good as Man of Steel, Oof. and it doesn't, okay, yeah, I know. <laughs> Listen, Oof. damning with faint praise. Yeah, but I mean, if we can get something as good as that, and hopefully make its money, then I mean, hopefully that would give the right message to studio execs. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that would be enough to finally get us like our standalone Black Widow movie that people have been clamoring for they, for years. They don't care. All, all the, they, like that's why we're getting a because like. These DC movies, I like. I I clam. I'm clamoring for a a reboot, but it's not going to happen because these movies keep making money. Like they like Batman and Superman did shit, but I think was still the high, well. Batman and Superman was still a shitty film, but I still think it was Warner Brothers' highest rated. Like like it was the money, the movie they made the most money off of in 2016, and it was a shit film. And because we're fanboys and we don't learn our lessons, we will shell out for Superman <laughs> for Wonder Woman because I just told well, you I'm going to go see it. Yeah, but I, I don't. I think that the shine is off the apple there, at least yeah. for you and I. Like, we're not going to see it because we're fanboys. Yeah, we're seeing it for other more reserved and 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 somber reasons than that, which sucks. Because yeah. I, if again, we've talked about you and I, not not even necessarily on this podcast, but for as long as I've known you, basically, mm-hmm. and you and I were talking about comics together, we've always been sort of fan casting a Wonder Woman movie in yeah. our head, and it sucks now. It's unfortunate that we're in a situation where we're going to get one, and it's probably not going to be good. Yeah. Like, odds are. I mean, even if it comes up to par with, like, you're saying it's going to, if it can match, like, if it breaks your under over under. Yeah. And does as well as Man of Steel. First of all, that's great. I mean, it did 55. Fantastic. That's probably as best as it was ever going to do. But as good of, as Man of Steel is not a high fucking bar. <laughs> Like, we're going to walk, no. even if it is that good, which seems unlikely, we're going to walk out of it and go, eh. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, they, they did it. <laughs> the bar is so low for Wonder Woman right now, uh, just for DC Cinematic Universe in general. It is. And I mean, if, 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 if this movie, if, if Wonder Woman is, like, say, a 7 out of 10, like, it's just a solid action flick. Yeah. Like, I'm going to walk out of there going, that was the best fucking movie I've ever seen, right? Like, yeah, it'll just well, be, and, and that's it, just yeah. it, right? And and we can hope against hope that that's going to happen, but it, I feel so defeated because I've wanted this movie for years, and I'm going to get it, and it's going to be sort of a monkey's paw situation. Yeah. <laughs> I've wanted it, but not like this. Not like this. Yeah. 
It's unfortunate that's, but yeah, that's the current state of the DC universe. So much to the point where Mel Gibson is apparently getting talks to direct <laughs> the second Suicide Squad. That boy, that came out of fucking left field. Like, like that, that came out. <laughs> that's of, why that, I wanted to talk about this. Like that came out of left field, and like we weren't even playing baseball, right? Like, like no. that's how that's how it's like. We were we were at a basketball. Didn't know game. how he had a left field. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's exactly what it is. Like I'm just I'm thinking like. Like the Fleet Center, the Fleet Center, the Bruins and the Celtics both play in the Fleet Center, and it was like, yeah, it, like the Celtics playing on ice was basically how at a left field, like a, like you needed every sport in the analogy basically. Yeah, for let how me know a if left you field who remember Mel Gibson. Yeah, who I forgot that I forgot that he was still around. Well, well, he just directed that movie that everybody liked uh, with Andrew Garfield, the uh, the movie about the pacifist in the the. He was like a medic in the war who was a pacifist or whatever. I have people, no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> people like that one. You didn't see that one? It came out like, well, I, didn't, I haven't seen it either, but people seem to people seem to like it. I forget what it was called. Uh, so if you gave me a title, I might at least recognize it. But uh, Andrew a, Garfield, as far as I know, he hasn't done anything since Spider-Man. I'm look it up right now. Yeah, it was, it was Andrew Garfield and uh, friggin' hell. Yeah, why can't I remember it? It was, it was a war movie. Spider-Man? No, it wasn't Spider-Man. <laughs> no, probably Ridge. not. Hacksaw Ridge. No, I haven't even heard of that. <laughs> yeah, it was Hacksaw Ridge. Eighty-six percent on on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's going to be nominated. Uh, like the Oscars, I think are are coming up relatively soon. I, I want to say if it's not this Sunday, it's the next Sunday, based on when we're recording this. Yeah. Um, Hacksaw Ridge is is going to be they have a nomination. Yeah, they've got a few now. I don't know if it's up for Best Picture, but I'm you know it's it's up for other stuff. And it, for the Good Oscars, for them, I guess. And it was yeah, and it was directed by Mel Gibson. And it, it, basically, I didn't see it, but it was a war movie. And the and the premise of it, it I guess it's based on a true story where uh, Andrew Garfield plays this guy who is a medic in 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 some war. Again, I have not done my research on Hacksaw Ridge. And <laughs> no, I'm not just, really in the purview of this. Yeah, podcast. I, I'm basing it purely on the commercials I saw. And he was like some pacifist who's like, I refuse to carry a gun, and I will not shoot people, but I will do whatever I can to save my fellow soldiers in the middle of a war. Right. And so he was just like, it's just Andrew Garfield running around, picking up guys and just seemed like it'd be a very emotional war movie and 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. So people obviously liked it certified yeah. fresh, if you will. There you go. All right. So there you go. That's, so yeah, that's what Mel Gibson's been up to. <laughs> like, and, and to quote the eternally great men and women who work on the South park show, who are 20 year 20 plus years deep on a show that is still just as good as it was 15 20 years ago you can say what you want about Mel Gibson and please do cuz he's a horrible horrible human being mm-hmm. you can say what you will about Mel Gibson but that son of a bitch knows story structure and he knows how to make a film other than Passion of the Christ which was garbage but like <laughs> Braveheart you know people love even though again I th- I think Braveheart is is overrated but uh <laughs> he at least understands what goes into making a movie and at least will put research into the characters. If he like, if, if Mel Gibson makes the suicide squad movie, it would likely be a good movie, which is uh, strange to say. And I can't, believe I, he would I don't even, know, man. <laughs> I, well, I can't believe he would even consider it. Cause didn't he like a couple months ago or a few months ago have like a, like he did an interview with, with some paper or something or some internet uh, like variety or something of that ilk where he just right. was ri- just tore all of the comic book movies that are, that are coming out, just tore them to shreds. And, you know, in, in the way only a guy who, you know, considers himself a, you know, 
creative movie genius could do, right? Where he was just uh, on yeah. his soapbox about like, you know, these aren't even real movies and you're just putting these guys in these stupid suits and it like, but just tore to shreds and, and yeah, <laughs> just madness. And to now, <laughs> well, I mean, we'll probably yeah. get a lot of, uh, of, uh, you know, Gawker type articles. Mm-hmm. Um, if we put, uh, Mel Gibson and fucking Jared Leto on the same set together. Oh yeah. Good point. Oil and fucking water. These two sociopaths together yeah. at last. <laughs> T- TMZ would will be on hand for that one. I think. No kidding. Oh, Jesus Christ. But I mean, you know what? Uh, like, you're already failing. Like, why not throw up a hail mary pass, right? Like, well, you're you're, you're 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 losing the game. Basically, the DC cinematic universe is like Aaron Rodgers right now, where, or like just too Warner, stupid to fail. Well, it's like it's not even too stupid to fail. It's just. Like Warner Brothers is so good that they're they're trying to make everybody else around them better and it's not working and then eventually we just like Aaron Rodgers has to fall back and be like, "Well, I'm just going to throw up a Hail Mary and it works," right? Like yeah. so, yeah, again, if if you're if you're down if if you're way down in the game and the only thing that you can do is throw up a Hail Mary, I guess it's time for the Hail Mary. And that's what that felt like to me cuz like Mel Gibson coming in not only to direct a movie but a sequel, right? Like a sequel to to a not great Suicide Squad movie that I still maintain its future is to be a bad to or like a, a, a like like a so bad it's good action movie that comes on cable at like 11 o'clock on a Friday and you're like, Ooh, Suicide yeah, well, I mean, right? yeah, say what you will about Suicide Squad. And I agree. It's not a good movie, no. but it's, it's one that I will, you know, Hey, there's, it's on cable. I'm going to watch it and yeah, have a couple beers. You know, there's some charm to the Suicide Squad movie. Some, I yeah. like very like some, <laughs> like well, I think that on our podcast and I, I think that, uh, it sounds like your uh, opinions on it have tempered somewhat, but I think on our podcast reviewing it, I gave it the low score of six out of 10. Yeah. I want to say I said a seven, which I have definitely, uh, <laughs> mellowed on. Mellowed on. Yeah. I'd say you're right. It's more like a five or a six, but mm-hmm. yeah, like the suicide squad pisses me off more than Batman Superman does. Cause like, I watched Batman, I watched BVS, I watched, like, you came up to Barry, and we nearly died in the middle of an ice storm trying to get to that film, a movie not worth dying for, by the way, and... Yeah, I actually had that internal monologue as I was done driving in an ice storm up to Barry, I'm like, am I gonna fucking die going to see Batman versus Superman? And we got there, and we walked out, like, we watched it, and, you know, I was making comments throughout the film, but I walked out, and I was just like, that was a bad movie. And like, it was just a bad Fuming, movie. because yeah. and we, we couldn't hold it in anymore because we mm. were driving home and you're like, we're going to podcast about it tomorrow. Don't talk about it now. Like, get your genuine feelings out yeah. tomorrow. And I'm like, I can't. I can't sit on this for 12 hours. But then we, we got out of Suicide Squad. And like, like, Suicide Squad, even now I think about it. Like, I could see, like, I walked, like, when we saw Batman Superman, I'm just like, there's nothing good about that film other than a couple of action sequences. But Suicide Squad, I sit there and I go, Man, they, they this could have been something special. Like it could have been, and it just wasn't. Like I see what they were sort of trying to do, and they could have achieved it, but just didn't, unfortunately. And and damn, <laughs> like it was just like it, it basically if they had one more draft, it really could have been a good film. I think just just yeah. one more draft, and and that's I, the thing that upsets so. me mostly about Suicide Squad. Yeah, and I mean, we, we've said sort of similar stuff about, like, uh, like Luke Cage, for example, mm-hmm. where, like, it oh, had a lot of good stuff except for the plot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a <laughs> Which, unfortunately, is kind of important. Exactly, yeah. That, the, 
You're right. I don't want to get into a whole Luke Cage thing. Oh, like, no, no, no. Like, the music and the style. Oh, God, it was so... It was so rich, you just, was, wanted, to, yeah. just wanted to take a bite out of it. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it was... Yeah, it, exactly. You did... Exactly. You got it right. You wanted to take a bite out of it. It was so rich. And then, unfortunately, when you bit into it, it was bland and yeah, exactly. tasteless, unfortunately. Empty and full of bats. Yeah. Let's talk about Powerless, and then we'll get out of here. We've already gone yeah, yeah. way longer than I thought it would. So, Powerless, the new show, which I believe is on NBC. I think so. In the, in the States and uh, CTV up here in Kenyatta. Uh, Danny Putty, Alan Tudyk, uh, Victoria Hutchins, is that her name? Uh, Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens, who's a char- who's delightful on this show. Yeah. Um, Ron Funches. Which is fun, because I actually haven't seen yeah. her in anything since, like, High School Musical, I think. I didn't. I, She's definitely been in stuff, but high school that's where she made her name. Yeah. yeah, High School Musical is the only thing I, I really know. And she even got a little sing- singing sequence during the credits of uh, the, the last episode. I don't know if you saw it. Oh, you but, best believe she's going to be singing on this show. Yeah, if you are a dc fan you need to be watching the show because like they just make so many tremendous references like alan tudyk for the love of god plays bruce wayne's like ne'er-do-well cousin cousin who lives in this made up like the made-up city they have is charm city and it's just for whatever reason they are allowed to use every bit of the roster on this one whereas the cw shows for whatever reason never mention they, they stay so clear of ever mentioning the batman like they never, they I don't, I swear they've never even gone uh, like so far as to say like Gotham City in any of the CW shows, which are like a combined ten seasons deep now. Yeah. And and like they ne- like the closest we got was Supergirl said my cousin worked with a vigilante once and like that was it, <laughs> right? But, yeah, there have been a couple snide references of yeah. the fact that Batman might exist. <laughs> but this one, they've got stills of Batman in the opening credits and stuff, and they and they mention him constantly, and it's just like Bruce Wayne gets name-dropped all the time, the Joker gets name-dropped all the time. Beatles! Uh, yeah, Adam West get, you know, gets to do voiceovers and, and narrate a couple of the episodes. The, the last episode... They were they were trying to get a contract from like the because they the, the premise of the show is they all work in an office right and it's yeah um yeah. I would I would uh, tell our people listening who haven't watched the mm. show uh, is if you're familiar with the show Better Off Ted yes uh where it's basically like this mismatched group of uh characters who are all kind of wacky in their own individual ways um but all very like there's no straight man in the show really like everyone's mm-hmm. kind of over the top and, and zany. Yeah. Um, but in better off Ted, it was very much them working for like an innovation sort of futures, uh, tech company. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like, this is like a subsidiary of Wayne tech. So it's sort of similar vibe, but all sort of based around the idea that ordinary people have to live in a world with superheroes. And here are some products that might help with that. Um, so yeah, sorry. You, you were talking about the uh, contract that they're fighting over to, uh, make products for well, just just they were trying to they, they just they were trying to get a contract from like the atlanteans which was just hilarious right and they had this whole idea of the atlanteans celebrate sinking day and stuff yeah. like that it was just it's absolutely brilliant and the thing there's like this I, sort of race joke that ended up being pretty funny and not yeah. overdone at all where it's like uh the ron funches or whatever his yeah. name is he's like yeah i'm atlantean he's like huh really yeah, <laughs> because all the other Atlanteans look like sweet Nord, yeah, yeah. like you know Very Nordic Scandinavian, sweet, looking, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's like this, you know, heavy black guy. <laughs> yeah, just he's like, oh, I know what you think that because they're so dour, and I'm always so cheerful. Yeah, like, brilliant. like, oh uh, yeah, brilliant. absolutely brilliant. There were like, some great lines. The that thing episode. that made my head nearly explode, and how I was never able to think of this was the the I, like I, I will I will go to the grave, like 
being so upset that I didn't think of this joke myself, but what like the, just as a sports and comics fan, the fact that they had in the superhero universe in the second episode, a basically fantasy football league where you drafted sport, you drafted the superheroes and however many people they saved over the course of a season (laughs) was basically, (laughs) yeah, it was basically how you accumulated points. And like, like the opening bit where the guy, where they're watching like the fantasy league and, and, the guy says something like, listen, we all know that Superman can is capable of saving an entire planet, but some weeks he only saves Lois Lane, and that's the risk you take when you draft <laughs> Superman number one overall. And I was like, oh my god, that's fucking brilliant. It's like, yeah, we all made fun oh, of him last We all made fun of yeah. Teddy last year when he drafted uh, the Flash in round one, and then Professor Zoom locked him in the Phantom Zone yeah. all season. So <laughs> he was out great. all season. Like, yeah, so it's like an injury, right? Looks like he's gone for the rest of the season. And they're like, oh, it's like, yeah, it's like when your running back tears his ACL in week two, and you're just like, no! Right? And like, oh, God, it was brilliant. And like, it got I, me. I thought that you would have enjoyed that. Oh, bit. it was brilliant. Because it got me thinking about who you would draft, right? And KB and I, uh, like our good friend Kyle Brown, who unfortunately has never made it on this podcast yet, we, we had like a text conversation that went on for like an hour. Because I would say stuff like, I got to say it. I hate to say it. And and we were, you and I have spent the last, uh, you know, a better part of an hour, you know, mouth jibbing the character of Batman. But if it was a fantasy league, I uh, sorry, Batman's got to be like a second or third round pick. Cause he doesn't fight crime in the daytime. Right. So you can't, that's, that's up, a big thing. You can't pick up points in the, that's like 12 if, hours. If, if you're, yeah, that if you're behind in the daytime, and you've got Batman on your roster. You're like, I'm boned. I can't get collect any Batman points until it gets dark, right? Like so. Yeah. To especially me, if you're George Clooney Batman and yeah, you have to be home by midnight. Exactly. <laughs> Batman is a Batman. So Batman is a second or third rounder to Matt Pierce. I'm telling you. Like I don't agree with it. And then we got to talking like sleepers and stuff where it's like. You know, John Constantine, where do you, like, John Constantine on paper is probably, like, a ninth rounder, but you would want, you would, like, he'd be the value of, like, a first or second rounder, because it'd be like, oh, he stopped, he stopped Earth from nearly getting sucked into a a portal to hell? Like, what's that worth? He just saved the entire (laughs) planet, right? Yeah. You know, just. Seems seems like a big one. (laughs) Yeah, just ultra nerdy conversations like that. Well, yeah, but it's one of those things where it's like, hey, one of these, you know, it's the one season out of seven that John Constantine does anything at all. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. He's not out there every day. Yeah. Oh, but so when he's good. out there, he's out there. Yeah. So good. God, uh, like brilliant, like absolutely brilliant joke. I thought like, I, I just, when that happened, I, I was like, how have I never thought of that? And I, I was immediately just laughing, but I was also just angry with myself uh, for never. My, my favorite bit from that episode is yeah. when they're uh, pitching the, uh, the, um, the, the vat, like great to ACE chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they're like, what's the leading cause of super villains getting bit by stuff? Yeah. <laughs> no, falling into vats of stuff. Yeah. And then he goes like, listen, she had some statistic, like, uh, like I love it when they quote statistics. Cause they have this running joke where they quote statistics. <laughs> like three on that clowns show. every month. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we all know that ACE chemicals are responsible for building three crown villains every month. Right. Or something. <laughs> and then like, Ron Funches said something like, listen, we all know that the number one cause of like window destruction is Superman getting thrown into a building while he's fighting with other supervillains. That is a fact. And they're all like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the other characters will just nod, right? It's just an accepted fact. It's, it's, oh God. 
It's a brilliant show. If, if you're, if you're, so, it's just yeah, and, and they sort of play as people within this universe who are savvy at the goings yeah. on of it. But because we have like the the third party um, view of like we know who comics characters mm-hmm. are and yeah. their secret identities, and like there's like Danny Pudi's bit where he's like, I'm hundred percent certain that Bruce Wayne is the Flash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has like this is my theory that Bruce Wayne is the Flash. Yeah, so brilliant. <laughs> oh, it's a great show. Absolutely, yeah. So. Yeah. Plus Alan Tudyk, I mean, he's just yeah delightful. Absolutely. The line that I liked in the third season was the "You never speak of your mother." Did all these father stories drive her to suicide? suicide? Yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah. Just, whoa. Yeah, they give him all that, and he, you know, he just Alan Tudyk's it up, which you know is a delight on the show. As he's like basically, that man is a treasure. Yeah, he's absolutely a treasure. And so we, it we took basically, spot. yeah, he took my spot. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So um. Kevin Miller, Matt Pierce, loving Powerless, loving the Lego Batman movie, not loving what's going on with the DC Cinematic Universe, basically. You know what? I, I actually hope, uh, just to kind of bring it full circle, I, I hope that uh, Powerless ends up being a successful show and do doesn't do. get canceled like in second season, like yeah. I think Better Off Dead did. Mm-hmm. Uh, because just like Lego Batman, this proves that you can have DC characters that have a sense of humor and are laughing, and it's, yeah. it's a comedy rather than, you know, Christian Bale growling for two hours. Yeah, but and like, well, it, it it shows that they can do both because like that's the thing. Like, and yeah. Chris, Chris Nolan has got to regret. At least part of him has got to regret doing those Batman movies because like now anytime anything happens, it's always like, well, Chris Nolan can direct it, right? Right? Please, <laughs> right? Like, so, oh yeah, uh, what are you gonna do? Um, so just we'll bring it full circle i'll just ask you to give your 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 rating on lego batman and then we'll get out of here uh that's a good question i honestly hadn't thought of that uh i'm gonna give it just a, a nice uh eight and a half out of ten yeah i was gonna say it's I'm a right lot around... of fun i'll definitely watch yeah. it again because i want to pick up on all the references mm-hmm. i didn't get but it can be uh a bit it, it, it is manic it's absolutely yeah. manic and difficult to keep up with i think i'm right i'm right around there too i'm right around in the in the rotten tomatoes section rotten tomatoes is at like 80 81 or 91 i'm at like a 87 88 yeah i, I want to yeah i want to give it like there. Yeah. eight yeah 85 and then i would give like the 2014 lego movie like that extra point five yeah, like high high a in, in a movie in a movie that's yeah that's, no that's absolutely. absolutely in a movie so yeah that's it. Kevin Miller, it's good talking. Good to have you back, man. We're yeah. good, good to be talking DC stuff. I mean, we're going to have you back on more because, like, like, I mean, because think about what's coming. Like, we're hitting springtime here. So that, that that's when, like, some of the – like, it, <laughs> springtime, it really gets busy for, for the crossover podcast because, like, listen to what we got coming up. We got playoffs for – like, the trade deadlines for both the NBA and the NHL. Then we move mm-hmm. into the actual playoffs for the NBA and the NHL. We got March Madness coming up. Craig and I need to redeem ourselves. Oh, geez, that's right. <laughs> after embarrassing the shit out of ourselves last year. Um, we got the Logan movie coming up in a couple weeks, which is, like, getting some really good – buzz right now which i love i've heard yeah that's we got the good logan stuff. movie we got and then right after that friggin' iron fist is coming out and then oh wonder God, woman's yeah. not Jesus. far behind i mean we're we're it, you're gonna be hearing a lot like kevin miller you're gonna be we're gonna be hearing stop a lot. working <laughs> game of thrones will be on soon you know like we're we're gonna be you're gonna be back on this pod like that's that's basically <laughs> it yeah. I demand it. Yes. Yeah, you're, yes, you're gonna, yes, you're, yes. we're going to be hearing a lot more of you. It's going to be it's going to be good. I'm, well, yeah, I'm, and I, I'm actually thinking about maybe coming up to Barry to uh, go see uh, Beauty and the Beast with you guys. <laughs> oh, that movie, I'm so. I gotta tell you. No. You, no. 
Kill me, Pierce. I'm just saying, me. when you take a step back, and like this, that movie loses its charm for me when you really take a step back and realize Emma Watson's making out with a giant dog. Oh yeah, like it's Beauty and the Bestiality, right? Like it's 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 really don't stri- kid yourself. That's always yeah. what it was. I know, but when it was a cartoon, you know, yeah, there was it was that very, level of abstraction. That's yeah, fair. it was it was easier to separate yourself right, from. <laughs> but now that it's like, wow, that's Emma Watson, who's a real person. <laughs> making out with this dog. Right? Yeah. Just... I had a crush on Emma Watson until I watched her make out with that dog. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I'm not that basic, but I mean, yeah, like, I <laughs> right? Like, oh god, uh, I don't know. It, I'm a little, it's it's off. Uh, it's off, and I don't think I'm out of line saying that. That's all I'm saying. No, that, that's that's absolutely a fair point. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Kevin Miller, good to have you back. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, you're gonna be like we said. We're, you're gonna be back on a lot over the next little bit. Wow, we went lay, way longer than we thought. I thought we were just gonna be talking for like a half hour. I love it. I love getting lost in these DC conversations. It's it's hard to not go ham, especially when it's we start true. talking Zack Snyder. Fucking guy. One day we will defeat Superman's greatest enemy. I swear to God, Zack Snyder. Uh, crossover podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, soundcloud.com/slash/crossoverpodcast. We're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. And the Twitter account, at Empire6. I'm too lazy to change the, uh, uh, to uh, to run two Twitter accounts. I'm just too lazy to run two, so I use my actual one. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, Kevin Miller, thanks for coming out. And we will talk to you guys later on this week with our Bachelor. We're we're, we're getting into the hometown dates this week. So, uh, Craig and and Jess Brady will be on, and and it'll be loads of fun. Uh, Take care, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Good night.